actually started because I felt like I was like living a lie. Like I was working at a pool at, in Orlando. I was like yeah. a cabana boy, and this British couple asked me like, "Oh, what what do you do? Do you have any hobbies outside of this?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm a stand-up comedian," and I never did it before. And I was like, "Oh shit, I should probably Why would you do just it." Luck? Because like I was thinking about it so much that oh. it just like came out, and then that week was the first show I ever did. Oh, I remember nice. going home and being like, "Dude, I can't, I have to, I can't yeah, live yeah, this yeah, lie." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I started. That's how I feel with like veganism, because I was like a veg- I was a vegetarian. <laughs> I'm, I'm a vegetarian today. Are you? Oh, well, today? I only have had All a salad. Today. Oh, okay, cool. So Ooh, I'm technically I'm a vegetarian. Oh shit. Yeah, because vegetarians like you wouldn't, you know, eggs, yogurt, dill dressing. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I fucked it up. Yeah. I fucked it up. Are we recording? Yeah, we've been recording. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we'll just right. we can probably just keep that. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three. We're already going. We did like a cold open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, cool. I, you were talking about being a vegan, and I that must be nearly impossible at some it's, of these places on the road. Like, what do you do when you're in like Des Moines, Iowa? They don't. I mean, eat it's one thousand percent possible. It's just like probably not as convenient. You know, it's having a bunch of omnivore foods, just regular food available at all times. But it's just like, you know, like, for instance, if I'm in, I'm in the middle of nowhere, it's just a gas station, then I'll get like an apple, banana. Apple, bananas are readily available. I'll get either what? But I'm saying like full-blown meals. If you're in the middle of the country, first of all, I don't even know what omnivore means. I'm going to pretend that sounds like a, <laughs> that sounds like a straight up dinosaur. <laughs> Like, you said omnivore, I'm like, what kind of, like, are you no, eating so velociraptors like, and omnivores? <laughs> What's an omnivore? Omnivores, people eat both, like meat and, and veggies. Dude, you just made that shit up. I didn't make that up. That's omnivore, pretty common. that's straight up Jurassic Park. No, man, listen. You're lost-worlding me. You're telling me that you headline carnivals. <laughs> Stop doing it. Omnivore sounds like when... It sounds you don't know like, omnivore either? I do. But, oh, okay. But, I it's a, but it does sound like a dinosaur. It's a bullshit, fra- it's a bullshit phrase, though, because omnivore oh, is, is it? I mean, I'm, I'm sure it is a thing, but that's, oh, like, okay. that's like when white people try to find some sort of uh, disadvantage because they don't feel disadvantaged and they like want to be oh. part of the crew. Because omnivore just means I eat whatever. It means like, it's just, it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. That's a bullshit eat. phrase. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. just say so, I eat. Yeah, I so, eat food. <laughs> oh, you're an omnivore. So, so are you uh, white? No, I'm I'm, I'm Irish. So kind of like you, you're white. Yeah, no, <laughs> but kind of like how like you know uh, immigrants. That's what they call them in America, but in the UAE. Oh, I think they call immigrants omnivores. <laughs> That's no, no, what no, they no. call them. No, 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 no. But I forgot what they call them there. It's like uh, you in know, the UAE, they yeah. call something different. Yeah, what do they call them? And oh, I don't know. I but they they I have a computer. I, I should like what they, I, they call them like uh, worker bees. No, they I don't. The, I did yeah, they call them thing. Turkish. No, <laughs> that's funny. No, well, they because like I think it's around ninety percent the people that live there aren't from that area. Are you talking about the uh, where they do the Qatar? Yeah, I've read that crazy statistic. Qatar. Like Qatar, Qatar. Some people call it Qatar. Where they did the World Cup? Qatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they pronounce it. There's like expatriates. Yeah, but they call expats. Oh, so you had me with the UAE. That's everywhere that if you're from America somewhere else, that they usually call them expats. Oh, okay. Yes, I don't. My bad. The UAE threw me. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I just learned UAE yesterday, so I try to use as much as I can in conversation. There was something crazy statistic for the World Cup. Like, there's like 1,900 people who live full time in Qatar but there's three million residents and like almost everyone is not a Qatari citizen there's like literally like in the hundreds of thousands of citizens that's like there. Dubai same difference yeah yeah it's like it's like most of the people aren't from there they're expats but they I, I thought so that's everywhere does expats mean only America well it's no former patriot so I think that they, they don't want to say immigrants <laughs> So yeah, they made yeah. their own word, but you just made me think of that when you said omnivore. People just made that up. Omnivore, <laughs> yeah, omnivore. Uh, yeah, omnivore is like, well, but that's what I, it is. Omnivore is not something that's like made up because a carnivore is someone that eats, eats meat. meat. Uh, omnivore, there's most like you know, like dinosaurs Omni. are omnivores. You know, most, like, Omni meat I would say seventy five percent of dinosaurs are omnivores. Seventy five percent of every every animal. Yeah, well, is, what, an what, omnivore. is omnivore. Omnivore but, is, but well, that's a different. That's a, there's a difference because there's carnivores like lions that just just eat meat. They don't. They don't eat any. They can't. Lions eat, don't dabble in a salad. They don't eat none of that, bro. They Videos. like give me all the meat, bro, and they don't even chew it because their stomach is so acidic. So they just you. You never see a lion chew. They bite it and they swallow it and then just bam. Lions don't chew. Lions don't chew. I feel I like hippopotamus don't chew. They chew just enough to get it in. They they don't. They chew to tear it off. But now they call carnivores keto. 
Because that's all they do. Yeah, keto is... Uh... <laughs> you ever met a carnivore? Like a human person that only eats meat? Like that's it? That, yeah, they die of, in 10 years. Yeah. A lot of people are doing that now. I, I see... Well, you for like a month of like all meat diet. That's too much though. I wouldn't be able to do that. I, yeah. I met a guy on a... I mean, if I wasn't vegan, that would... You know. I was on some sort of like Amazing Race type show many years ago when Yahoo was like trying to make original content. And there was a guy on the crew eating a burrito and he was picking out all the vegetables, the rice, and he just just left the meat, and he crushed chips up to it. And we were all watching this guy eat, and we're like, that "Sounds disgusting." We're like, "Yo, what? What is going on?" And That's I just a waste, to, yeah. bro. I swear to God, he goes, "When I was a kid, my parents made me eat vegetables, but they're not charging me anymore." Dead serious, and then he rolled up the burrito and just ate a meat and chip burrito. I was like, this guy is fucked. And that's all, I swear to God, that's how we ate the entire week we in were the, there. In the Midwest, for example, like I know people who are from the Midwest, from like Iowa, who the diet out there is so insane. Like vegetables outside of corn are just like not consumed. Like I know a grown man who doesn't eat vegetables. Legitimately yeah. eats heat, yeah. meats, meats and cheeses. I know a legendary MMA coach who is like probably one of the greatest coaches of all time, super genius minded, that doesn't drink water. See, that's messed up. But I'm I feel like, like, bro, like what do you drink, get? How are you here? I feel like people drink too much water, though. Like, what? Okay, so tw last year, right? You die. I, around this time too last year, water. I had yeah. I had a New Year's resolution last year, which was to drink the healthy amount of water per day, which I think is which a pretty is how good much? A gallon, resolution. Right? It was for a man. It was something ridiculous. It was like two liters of water. But in order to do it, like I bought the the size container that you're supposed to drink per day. So there's no wiggle. You, yeah. you, there's no thought that how to go yeah, in. Yeah. You just drink I got one of them tours at 7 a.m. Drink Bro. as much. 8 a.m. Hey, good morning. You know, it time. was this. It's this massive thing. I still yeah. have it in my house. And I was drinking that for a full day for like a week. I'm like, I'm going to drown myself. I couldn't you're even. You're not used to it. I wasn't used to it. Yeah. But then when people say. So oh, how long do you keep going? I did like two weeks of it. Oh, and then you couldn't do it anymore? I couldn't do it. Bro, it gets so easy. It's so easy. I could drink like a just, you give me like a, what's, it, what's a normal size water bottle? It's like 12 two, ounces. 12 yeah. ounces. Yeah, give me with 12 ounces. I just, I can down it like, I just. This was like 100 ounces though. You'd have to drink 10 of those. Yeah, but I'm saying, I, I mean, I, I, I do it every day and I drink a gallon and a half. But it's it, in the beginning, it's hard. And then you pee a lot. Yeah, I mean, my whole day was scrambled. Yeah, your whole day is peeing. I couldn't leave my house. You'll be in the middle of a conversation. You're like, 125 <laughs> ounces is the recommended that's that amount, I have. That's which what I is have. 10 bottles of water. That's, that's not that lot, much. Man. It's not that much. Dude, yeah, I not. was killing myself. Bro, if I you wake up in the morning and just chug like a giant glass of water and do it again, you're a quarter of the way done. First thing in the morning, cold water, get your metabolism going. I was struggling yeah, you with always, Yeah, yeah, you should always drink. I started doing ice baths. You got well, how do you do that? You what got you... a bath? Yeah, I got a bath. <laughs> Bro, I got to get on America's Got Talent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a lot of people on that show. But it anyway. bath money. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got to. you I, make it, like. I do. I, I have a bath. So I just have a bath and I just put water. I pull, fill it up with cold water. I take ice and I dump ice in it. Every day? Every morning. Wow. How do you produce that much ice? That's no, I, just, I had to buy the ices. I had to buy ices. I had to buy the ice. Ice bags? Yeah, buy, ice I bags buy here? ice bags. And I just, and I just, yeah, I just. Well, okay, so let's go back to your ice operation. Yeah. So you go to sleep at night. Do you, like, put in an order for ice? How many bags of ice are you Yeah, going I know. It's kind of wasteful. But, yeah, I, I, I order bags of ice like groceries. Every well, day? they deliver it. And they deliver the bags of ice. And then I put it in my fridge. And then I have at ice night. being made. And I take that ice. And I just put it in. The ice, the cold water. Are you a cold drink person too? Do you like no, a nice I don't, cold no, drink? No, I, when I'm drinking water, it's got to be room temperature. Room temp. Ooh, no yeah, thanks. yeah. I drink my coffee. I just have it black, you know. Uh, and then I don't really drink anything else. Just coffee, black coffee. Yeah, I haven't and been water. drinking. I haven't, that, did I tell you I stopped drinking? Remember that time I told you that story? Yeah. That was the last time I drank. Really? I told you I was wedding, done. Did I tell you I was yeah. so embarrassed? I was like, I'm never drinking again. So you've been off, how long have you not drank for? I don't know, like six months, something like that. That's 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 good. Do you think? No, I'm, you, I'm done. I'm done. I mean, I started done. drinking two years, well, three years ago. So it's like I, I went, I went 28 years of not drinking, and then I was like, oh, this is <laughs> this is why they do it, you know. And then I did it. But the time that you went like off the rails is totally <laughs> excusable. I did. I did it wasn't go off like the rails. A, it wasn't like a Tuesday at noon. Like you went to a wedding, you had a good time, and then oh, you, okay, yeah, that was wasn't that, even that wasn't even the story I told you about. But I was. But yeah. you said the, we, I, the I wedding. The wedding is where I blacked out. Yeah, but that was not the one that that cut it out. No, it was a story I told you with, um, well, you know the comedian, he's on uh, Last Comic Standing, 
Um, There's a lot black of dude, ass comics. Black dude, there. big ball. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Alonzo yeah. Borden. Uh, Al- 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 I don't know how I forgot this. I remember now, yeah. He's one of my favorite comedians. He's the whole thing. He's, honestly, he's amazing. He, Anthony Jesnek is one of my favorite comedians. I just have but to he pulls you aside. He saw you drinking. He pulls you aside. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 <laughs> he, he said goes, something that was like goes, very dad like Young man. That's what he did. His voice is a young man. Slow down. I'm like, all right. After he said that, I was like, all right, well, I'm not drinking anymore. I just stopped drinking. I was like, you know, there I was like, I felt like this is why I decided to stop drinking. Because I, when I was drinking there, I felt like I was fine. <laughs> I was like, why would you pull me to the side, man? I'm not blacked out. Like, I, the other, yeah, anyway. Yeah, the so. fact that you remember it, I think, is good enough to know you didn't black out. Right? Like, <laughs> I remember yeah. the whole night. I don't, you know, I don't usually black out. That's what scared me, because, like, the week before, I was at a wedding. And then I, I, I. I drank and I remember everything. Then I was like, I'm going to sleep on this couch. And I woke up, <laughs> teleported to the Airbnb. And then they were like, they were telling me stories. They were like, yeah, you were just, you were saying this. <laughs> you were saying that. Which wasn't like, I didn't say anything wild. It wasn't, I didn't do anything crazy or nothing like that. But it, I didn't like the fact that I teleported. I don't want superpowers. No, yeah, you don't want to forget yeah. how you got home. Were you no. I could teleport and remember I'm always curious about people that start drinking or doing drugs later in life. So you never, you didn't get hungover. It no, was I just, never got hungover. You heard about your actions from the night before, and you were yeah, like, "That's yeah. it for me." That was my thing because I never blacked out. I never hungover. Got a hangover, and I no one could out drink me. That's because so you're, was... you're so hydrated. It's probably probably why you never got hungover. You might be 100 percent right. I don't know. I mean, I don't your know. Water intake. I don't know if I was drinking that much water. I think I was drinking way more alcohol than I Isn't was. Isn't it water. funny though how warm people... vodka, cold? Yeah, bath. I was drinking a lot more alcohol than water at that time. So. Isn't it funny how people are always like the first thing they do when they want to get on a diet or start working out? They're like, I gotta get, it. I gotta cut all this water weight. That's why I'm just like, stop drinking water. Stop drinking the water. I don't think no, anybody does that. You're like, you, that's horrible advice. Stop telling you have to drink water. Listen, water is so good water. for you. There's a reason you can live more longer off of water than you can food. Well, food okay, so three what, days. This MMA guy who didn't drink water, what was his reasoning for that? I'm sure he had some type of weird reasoning. No, right? I mean, he just said he didn't like it, but, you know, <laughs> that was it. It wasn't a good that reason. That doesn't sound good and he wasn't, he wasn't. He was like, that's, this is a dumb, I should be drinking water. So what did he drink like in replace of it? What, you drink he, soda, you drink coffee, you know. Uh, I know a kid who only drinks Pepsi. Okay. And he brand drink, loyal Pepsi, not like soda. Brand loyal, like oh, has so you know the same guy. But pe- no, 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 I'm saying like, I'm asking. You mean like oh. Pepsi, no, he's like brand the brand or soda? No, brand loyal like he Pepsi. Drank, he, he didn't slip out on like a Tuesday and be like, oh, it's a Coke right there. No, you know? he wouldn't do it. Was he's it got, a Sierra Mist? He's got Pepsi, <laughs> Pepsi shirts. So he drinks so much Pepsi, this is true. He did a cross-country trip. And he was so concerned about having cold Pepsi that he bought a one a USB refrigerator for the car so he could have chilled Pepsi. Along I'm, the way. I, honestly, everything other than the Pepsi, I like that. I love having a. I'd love to have a cooler, especially long trips, road trips, hitting the road for a while, having a, a, a refrigerator in your car. How the could best. They, how a could big they have, bottle to piss in. Now we're cooking. How could they have not had a refrigerator by now inside of the? They do glove box. They do that. They do that now. The grand. Uh, the grand. Mar- Mariner, the the new Jeep thing that just came that doesn't out. Doesn't sound right. Grand oh, Mariner. No, no, no. Hold on. He made that it sounds up. made up. Grand Mariner. He made it up. No. Uh, gr- ah, fuck. I'll keep going. I'll figure it out. So when you're getting like a full blown meal in the middle of the country, do you just you have to just eat piecemeal, or do you how do you uh, figure it I out? Mean, I mean, I I just like I'll if I go to an Asian restaurant, I would I'll say you know spicy fried rice, no egg. If I go okay, to so like if I go to a Mediterranean, I'll just probably get like a tikka masala. You know, Mediterranean, like they're heavily vegetarian, so all they gotta do Mediterranean, is... that's Indian, isn't it? Yeah. Medi- it? Mediterranean is not Indian. That's not even close. Not even the same continent. Mediterranean well, Mediter- food? When you when I Google Mediterranean, <laughs> dude, stop. That's I'm not just even close. You, I, hey, listen, Bro, that... I do cruises. <laughs> okay. Now listen, when I Google Mediterranean cuisine, a whole bunch of Indian restaurants. I didn't come on. Listen, bro. I'm not saying I'm smart. I never claimed to be smart. That's why I don't like doing podcasts. Hold on. Hold I feel on. Like I'm gonna talk long enough. People gonna figure out I'm dumb. But hold That's on. why I don't like going. But you sound you. The way you said it was like so. It's so confident. And it got me going. What is India in the fucking med? med- Mediterranean? No, it's Mediterranean. It's not. Food. It's not. It's what not you, Indian dude, food. Dude, not even close. You're, India I mean, is so I, far from the med. I, say, I don't care the location. I'm, t- I'm talking about. I'm gonna put in my maps. Mediterranean cuisine. Google Mediterranean cuisine. I'll even go far to say that, like, I don't even think you anyone... can say like Croatian. You could say no Mediterranean Greece? cuisine. Greek I just food? put in Mediterranean cuisine. 
Uh-huh. Look what's popping up. Well, that's listen, you can't go by people putting their That's all Indian food. All of it is Indian so food. So you're saying because people in the United States I'm in New York saying, City don't know SEO, I'm therefore Indian food is made. Exactly. All right. And I, I know I'm an American. I'm with you. So I'm yeah, okay. America over here. So listen. But why does this why when I Google I think when people say Mediterranean food, I'm Armenian, which I think is like that's Mediterranean food. It's Greek, Turkish. Grape hey. leaves, hummus, tabbouleh. No one has ever said Mediterranean food is tikka masala. Hey, bro. Man, you listen, throw me bro. off. That's like that's man, way uh, off. Well, I well, I didn't know that, so I don't know that's anything like about Mediterranean. Saying, like, oh yeah, I really love soccer when I play with a baseball bat. <laughs> you could even <laughs> say like Jordan, <laughs> Lebanon. I'm even close. There's like there's so many countries that are in the Mediterranean: Libya, Egypt, uh, uh, Croatia, Turkey, Greece, listen, Italy. Hey, like, yes, listen. But none of that is India. That's great. <laughs> I didn't know that. Tikka I didn't know masala, that. Tikka masala is chicken. So you, you would just no, get the sauce? No, it's not. I mean, not where I go. It's like, I it's guess... chickpeas. It's chickpeas, rice. Bro, just... you're thinking of hummus. No, I'm not. Th- you think I don't know what hummus is? You're talking I'm about I'm at some one Mediterranean thing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I don't know. I know what hummus is, bro. Hummus is chickpeas smashed together. Okay. They have chickpeas. They have like a tomato paste. They have rice. And then I guess it would, you know, they have a vegan substitute. But there's never. But tikka masala, what you just said, is a chicken dish. Man, let's Google tikka masala. A hundred so million percent. Tikka masala is it can be any it can be any protein. They could do. Uh, yeah, shut your you, face. You could do a tofu. Yeah, shut your face. Yeah, absolutely. But what you shut said, your there, face. what you said was in it though. The, what you just described is not in tikka masala. What'd well, you say? Well, I'm a liar. <laughs> Dude, everyone should go to the Mediterranean and get hummus, tikka masala. We should go to the Mediterranean and get some hummus, tikka masala. We should go there on a cruise ship. That way (laughs) we can all make $3,500. Exactly. Have, you know, some fridges in our rooms, have all the Pepsi. All right. We just did, um, we just played Vegas yesterday, I thought of you. Where? Uh, The Virgin Hotel, the new Virgin Hotel. Nice. Virgin Hotel. No, it was a Virgin Hotel show. It was cool to be out there, but I saw a lot of. Uh... It's funny I have a Virgin Hotel in Vegas because that's not true. <laughs> yeah, you can't be vir- what you yeah. can't be Virgin in Vegas. I saw some unbelievable things out there. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, I went to a nightclub for the first time that I've I haven't been to a nightclub in a long time. I went to a nightclub, not usually my thing. Yeah. Oh, and... you ended up having fun because I hate nightclubs. I didn't care for it, but it was very interesting. People watching. I don't like dancing. I, I mean, I wasn't on the dance like floor I, like that, but I was looking over, and just what you see out there is just on another planet of everything. Like, even sexually. Like, I look over, and... Well, it is Virgin. I look, Well, we didn't go to the Virgin nightclub. We went to a nightclub in another place, uh, and I'm sitting there, and I look over at the at the table, and it's, it looks like you're just watching... It's like a Brazzers video. It's just like these what? girls are like these girls are making out with each other. They're barely wearing anything, and what? yeah, it was wild. You're jerking off in the corner. I know. It's exactly it's like just the videos. Like being at home. It was wild, man. I saw some crazy stuff out there. Yeah, I lived in Summerlin. I I I was like the suburb. Yeah, I was. I decided to not go out. The only time I went out. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Oh my gosh! The only time I went out in Vegas was New Year's and my birthday. Where'd you go on New Year's there? I got stuck in the hotel because... <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, so they do this thing where they're like, it's going to be crazy. I, I got another one. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bro. He doesn't like Ever since I got COVID. I just... <laughs> no, um, I, I, went, I went to... Um, I was stuck. New Year's, I was stuck. They cut everything off. They were like, what you can't drive. They locked you in. They were like, hey, you got to leave by this time because... What are you just talking about? <laughs> Who locked you in? The city. <laughs> Somebody. What? They locked you in. You couldn't drive out. That doesn't sound real life. What well, year was this? They because they they were like, people are gonna be so drunk. Okay. And it's gonna be so wild and dangerous that you can't leave. So they weren't letting people go onto out this, and, and cause car wrecks everywhere else. So, so you they, were on this trip was like a bubble, you couldn't come in or bubble. go out. They were like, You can't go in there. I mean, I think maybe you can walk, you know what I mean? They would let you walk, but they weren't like there was. It was just like everything. They the way they made it. It was like this is the New Year's. You're choosing to celebrate New Year's or something. In like the that. bubble, you had to yeah, stay in the bubble. yeah, yeah. So I, you were living in the suburbs. You come into the bubble for New Year's, and you're saying you couldn't get home. Well, that's why I worked in the bubble. So when I got off work, I had to leave immediately, and I was like, "Well, it's New Year's, you know." And so I remember like staying. I, I don't know how we got. I think we like Ubered, and oh, I, I think I drove. Well, I drove, so like. 
I don't know. I, I don't know. So you stayed all night. Did you go to nightclub that night? No, I didn't stay all night. I think we, uh, I didn't drive. Of course I didn't because I already knew before ahead of time. Um, yeah, I just, um, no, we, we try to go to like some, we try to go to some club. I don't like clubs. I'll go to yeah. a bar. A bar is like way more chill. And I think I'm just too old for clubs. I don't know. Not, I, not even too old for clubs. I remember when I was 18 being in a club. I was like, I don't like this. For me, I think the music is way off. Like I even, f I was at the this nightclub in Vegas, and pretty much what you would expect. They have like the dancers doing all like the the little moves and like the confetti that comes down, and they're spraying everything and spraying like air cannons and all that stuff. You know, okay, but it, it, it's the music that throws me off the most. The sound system is actually dope. The, I literally was thinking the whole time. I'm like, man, I would love to play some Janet Jackson right now, or I'd love to play some. What were they playing? It was just all what you would think, like techno or whatever they call it now. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, I you can go to another club and have some Janet Jackson. I, even if I went there, I'd be like, man, this is my song. I don't want to. I'm not trying to. You know what I mean? I just don't like the environment. You know, like where you gotta like, you know, just you know, you got the girls dancing. Then in order for you to dance, we gotta sneak up behind them, <laughs> like, and then they gotta turn around and be like, okay, you're not ugly. And then they continue <laughs> to dance with you. But I don't, I don't like that because most of the time it's like, get off me. You know what I mean? It's just weird. It's a weird way. I don't know how they dance now. That's how it was back in the day. And Vegas the closes their door. All, the casinos on the Strip close their doors at 10 p.m. on New Year's Eve. You have to be a guest to get in the doors. That's a, like a New Year's Eve thing. That's wild. 10 yeah. o'clock. No one allowed unless you stay here. The and prices, they, too, are just out of control. Like, the, it's, like, I would love to be at a meeting at some of these nightclubs, especially in Vegas when they come up with the bottle prices. Yeah. It's it's real life. You walk outside the place, and then inside the nightclub, the prices are un it's unbelievable. Like a yeah. bottle of Jack Daniels, which is like forty dollars or whatever yeah. it is at a liquor store, will be like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, because you're not paying for the bottle; you're paying for the space, the couch, yeah, the position, yeah. The, the 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 VIP. You're paying then for the experience. There's so attractive girls that drop off the bottles with the, the yeah, lights with and the you're lights. never going to talk to or whatever they call yeah. them. The... Not my scene at all. Yeah, not my scene at all. I would take a very danceable bar. For sure. A danceable bar is way more up my alley. I guess Medium, so. busy, danceable bar. Medium, busy, yeah. Medium, yeah. busy. That's my... But my, I don't like... I just don't... I'm not a... I don't like the... I just don't like... I love, I love dancing. I dance all the time. I'm always dancing. I'll dance in the elevator by myself. But I just don't like... Uh, I think maybe that's why I like drinking. Drinking, I don't care. I'm like, let's dance, baby. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, let's dance, baby. You think you're done forever? Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I'll probably have some wine when I get in a relationship or something. Wines are... <laughs> You know, <laughs> I mean that's it. I don't need to be doing. Wine's that. a great, a great middle ground between drinking and not drinking. Because yeah. you're drinking, you could finish a bottle, be like, I finished a bottle. You still just have a buzz. Yeah. So you have that like up and down. You have the experience yeah. of it all with a little bit of buzz. And it's just it's a different drink. Well, yeah, so wines are drinking. I don't feel like I can't get like destroyed on wine. I feel like I, you know, you do, but then you start. But it's a different type. It of is. Different it type is. Of, I remember is it? one time I was like, this is all I could drink as much wine as I want. I did that. <laughs> I did. I started that day. It was like I was. If you, and if you drink organic wine, it doesn't have sulfurs in it, and it, it doesn't. Yeah. It, your headaches. I are, love wine. Yeah, wine's I love amazing. Wine. It's amazing. Yeah. Let's do a wine podcast real quick. Yeah, just get. You ever had a French Malbec? Oh, that'll change your life. I had a. I, I drank. A, I had a wine. <laughs> <laughs> I had. A, I had a glass of wine. I don't drink that much anymore. Anyway, like I. I had two. I had like two drinks this weekend, and I don't know. It's got to be nice for you though to be able to because you're going out with a person that doesn't drink. I so got a built-in built pressure uh, to driver. drink isn't there. No. I, I'll do a mocktail. Drink? Gatto doesn't drink. Oh, he doesn't drink at all. No, never, never drank, ever. Oh, ever. That's so uh, he'll, he'll do like a mocktail every once in a while. You know, mocktails are fi fine. Yeah, but if you're getting hammered, it's like oh, you're almost what, like, oh, so what's shit, the reason? screwing up here. You what's, know? What, so why doesn't he? Uh, he talks about it. I think he just... I don't know. I, I guess he just never did, and then it just became like a thing, and I don't know. just never Yeah, did. that was a thing for me. You know, but I was like, I'm gonna try it out. <laughs> I'm gonna were, try it out. I just want to see what it's to, like to be an alcoholic for two years. You guys kind of had the same, uh, a similar approach. Cause I remember when you didn't drink when we were in Orlando, and you and him are very similar. Of like, you would still be the life of the party out when we'd go. What was that fun bar we used to go to and dance in Orlando? But they would play all the music I would like. It would be like 80s, 90s fun, and we'd go there some sometimes after show. No, it was like bar. downtown Orlando. It's probably not even there anymore. But they would do some fun Mojo's. nights. Something. But you were always like, you know, you'd always have a great time. Altitudes? No, no. It was like a back. It was you live in Orlando? I used to live in Orlando for years. Oh, what? When? Tangerays was my spot, too. Stardust. You weren't doing comedy. Stardust. I remember Stardust. That was like East Coast next to University of Florida. 
No, no, no. Stardust is uh, he, down on Eola. It was a basement bar. I don't know if it's still there. Okay. Tangerays. Tangerays was the basement bar. That was my bar. spot. Yeah. That was my favorite I know what Tangerays is at. That I was yeah. there 2006 to 2009, maybe. So yeah. I was only there like three, three and a half years. And then I started stand up in 2009. And then I've been. Oh, me too, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm hitting 14 in, in March. But yeah, Tangerays, some girl invited me there one time. And I was like, this is awesome. Cool spot. I remember thinking they should do stand up down there. Yeah. Because it was that like would a basement. Be actually, pretty dope. I never <laughs> thought about it. Basement I mean, the, that setup would be perfect. That's legitimately probably the best setup in all of our. All, all oh, of for sure. sure, for sure. I, I didn't even think about that till now. Other than Bonkers, <laughs> yeah, right. which is, always has the perfect setup. You know what screwed up is that I, when I went to when I would go to Tangerays, I've always had this thing where, and I don't even realize I do it, and I literally just now realize why I did it. If the name, if there's some sort of food item in the name of a place like Tangerays, yeah, it's like gin, but it's like a, it's a name. I always order gin down there. When oh, I was so a kid, subconsciously hit you. Subconsciously, at kid, I'd go to Chili's, give me chili. Waffle House, I need the waffle. They don't even have chili at Chili's. Do they, they used to. <laughs> they they used to. Chili's I swear to God. When I was a kid, for some reason, if it's like it's built into me, if it's the name, I because that's well, where I started that's drinking like, gin. I started drinking gin at Tangerays. You think it would be think... good though, because if it's in the title, like if you go to a place that's called Margaritas, you'd think that it would be right. good. Right. I would have I would have uh, gin and tonics and Guinness. That's what I would go back for. Oh my god! That's a terrible mix. Awful. But I was like, Ugh. "That's Tangerays. I got to have gin." Tangerays, the thing that as uh, as comics, like I, I think a lot of people don't understand that the bigger the room, it's not the better the show. I think for people who aren't in stand up, they don't get that. Yeah, they don't get it at and all. It's uh, for me, it's it's a weird ratio. Like you could probably create an equation for the height of the ceilings, the width of the room, and the amount of people that you can fit in that space, there is an equation that makes sense. But as a comic, you're always looking at low ceilings, tight space, almost uncomfortable for an audience uh, that makes for a better show. And Tangerays is a place that's like that. You know, the ceilings are not that high. You're in a basement. It's perfect. It I didn't like, think about it until you just mentioned it. Literally, as soon lighting. as you said it, I go, that's, that's the yeah, great, that yeah, could yeah, be yeah. the greatest non-comedy club show in the world. For me, the biggest thing I'd, I look at when I go to a room, is the height of the ceilings. That's yeah. why I think Comedy Works downtown out. is probably the, one of the better in the country. Because you talking they, about Denver? Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, have the you seen Portland Helium Comedy Club? Yeah. That's sexy right there. Then the seats go up. It's crazy. So it's like there's no one that's sitting. I hate when you go to a place and it's just like Straight flat. flat. And it's like because people can't see. But the seats in the Helium Comedy Club go up. So it feels like you're still is that have that intimate feeling. I love it. See, Comedy Works is like that, too. I think Comedy yeah, Works, Works Denver is, is beats it by a little bit because it's kind yeah. of like on a triangle. Yeah. Like it's like a V. So you don't lose that like wideness. Yeah. yeah and yeah. You're, you're eye level big with the person in the very back. So it's like they're all yeah. kind of like your, your balls are in their face the whole time. It's no, I looked it up and I was saying what was the number one comedy clubs in the in the, the states oh, and, it, and it, yeah it was and it was denver and then second was portland but i've been to both of them and i mean they i like portland more but that's because i was born there so i probably <laughs> had a bigger pop for you know what i mean like but i just it was i remember being um same you know what else might also help is that the people that run both of those clubs are some of the best people i think yeah, yeah the, the helium the helium portland and the denver comedy works people like the staff, the man, like all, they're just yeah. the coolest, chillest people. And I think that makes so much, that's so important in comedy is to great room, but the great, great people as well. Well, because they get it. They're com comic friendly, I think is very important. We played, um, we played the Celebrity Theater in Phoenix. Have you been through there? It's like a theater in the round. In Phoenix? Yeah. No, until I go there, I do a temp A or I do, uh, I do um, stand up live. Man, comedy in the round is a completely different experience. It was like yeah. very interesting. It was it was fun to Good do it. Uh, it takes it takes a couple minutes to settle in, because you have you're surrounded by people, you know. So like, you're used to having the safety net of what's behind you, sort of like you can play, you can use the stage when you're just looking straight out. But when you add the added eyeballs to your left and right that go around you, it's you you're you almost have to concede to the fact that you're gonna have you're gonna be delivering punchlines where people can't see your face uh, and you have to use the stage differently. But the way that that room is set up, it's uh, you're, it plays like a club, but there's an, but there's people everywhere. It was electric. It almost felt like being on a game show set because it's, it's lit up almost like you're doing an MMA fight. Yeah. Cause all the, there's no spotlight. You just, everything comes from the top man what a fun experience though to play in the awesome. room that sounds awesome it was cool man it was fun right everyone right up on you yeah i remember i did like a um i did like uh um what what they call sorry 
Um, they called um, cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, I did a cruise ship. No, I did a a, a rough draft. What's it called when you film something? The pilot. Pilot. Oh my gosh, that was hard. It's called like, if rough draft is not far off. Yeah, but you, that's why I knew you were gonna make the connection. But I was like, I don't know with the pilot. Um, I shot a pilot for a game show, and it was the coolest thing ever. It was. Super- what, was what was the premise of the game show? Uh, the premise of the game show is like you know. I don't remember. It was so long ago. Did you like, did you like hosting? Yeah, I liked hosting, you know, but I like stand-up more. I love hosting. I want to host. That's the goal of mine. I want to host something. And uh, so I probably got to bring my memory up. But, <laughs> you but know. Do you, think, do you think when you're. Welcome to who wants to be. Uh, rich. Who wants to be rich? There we go. Who be, you know. <laughs> do you think that the responsibilities of hosting is what throws you off because like in stand-up we're doing yeah we, we always can be in the act whether we're we tangent or not but i think there's... it's fun i think it's a fun challenge I, i'm all about challenges you know i have uh you know i, I think that's a fun you know i think it, i think it's, it's i think you know stand-up is kind of you're you know you get to be selfish and it's just you the whole time and it's kind of like an ego like oh look at me you know i'm doing jokes and i'm making you laugh, you know but like when you're hosting you know, it's kind of a responsibility, but it's it's uh it's gratifying when you have all these obstacles put in your way, and then you still kind of get over. It. Because you have to, as a as a comedic host, whether it's on television or whatever, it's like you even if you're a, a even if you're a stand-up host on a at a comedy club, like no matter what, like you still have the responsibility. There's something coming after. Yeah. A joke, or there's something coming after whatever you do. Like you yeah. still have to move the show along. Yeah, but it's kind of a safety net, as in you just reading. You know, like you're just reading a teleprompter and you're like, blah, blah, blah. And then, do you have trouble A teleprompter I did in the beginning. The teleprompter is different. It's from, tough. It's not the same as reading text message. I feel like I'm dyslexic and so a teleprompter throws me way off. I'm reading the, or or you just have to get used to it. Because I, I remember, mean, yeah, used to it. I, I remember seeing words and something I did for a teleprompter and you see everything and you, your mind can't help but initially to read along further than and you then are. You'll, then you'll be reading and your your brain, put put this word in, and it's like, that's not in there. It's not a natural thing to do. It's, a, yeah. it's not natural. No, but I think it's like, I think it's like, uh, it's definitely harder than just reading on your phone, but I mean, you know, it's still, for me, it's a safety net, because then, you know, like, uh, I don't know, and then I think you doing years of comedy, it just, when you get in certain positions, like, I remember um, the host, I would, at me as a host, I would interview like you know some of the guests that maybe won first, second, third, or whatever, and they would say something, and I would be like, oh, you know, oh, I would just come up with ideas. But yeah, but that, that's the ideal kind of hosting, like for TV, where you're allowed yeah. to just be in the moment. Yeah, because well, you, you can you can really play around, especially if it's something that's closed captioned, you know, where you, there's an edit. Where if you're a live host, I feel like that's even more pressure. Like to host a show live would be. I uh, mean, what, if you would host a, a show, what, would, show, what show would you host? If I were to host a show on TV right now, yeah, uh, I would probably be. I'd want to be a host of like a food travel food show, wow. something like a diners, diggins, and di- diners, diners. You know, diners, you're, you're diggins, a big fan of the form. I can tell. Yeah, that's my dyslexia. <laughs> diners, drive-ins, diggins. I've I've tri- I've had pilots with Food Network for food shows, and uh, I I'm, I feel like that or or a game show to be honest, but a game show. You know what? Actually, no. As of yesterday, there's a show called Traders on Peacock, where it's like a it's like the mole, but with all these reality stars. Alan Cummings is the host. I would like to be that host. It looks so much fun. Oh, it's good. nonstop riffing, That's like fun. riff opportunities. Like I'm watching it going like, you're missing so many opportunities to have a good time. And it's like he's so scripted. But so I think what's it'd be the some, point of the show? It's you know the mole. No. Where it's like there's a guess. You have to guess. Some someone's like betraying you. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to guess who it is throughout oh, the show. Yeah. And Alan Cumming, like, hosts the, this is what you're doing. Here's the challenge. Here's this. Or, like, TJ from The Challenge on MTV. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. something like that where you can just, like, Rogan from Fear Factor. Like, something like that I think would be so much fun to host because you can be yourself but also, like, lead the show on, which I think is better for a comic to have a hosting show like that because your personality shines. Well, also, it would be kind of interesting to do uh I would I would host like something like The Bachelorette or something. That would be fun. Really? Where like where no one is funny, for sure. And I think that that would be a fun opportunity to be Did you see I Bachelor think my personality Paradise? would come out on that. David Spade hosted Bachelor in Paradise when they fired the original host for being a prick, and so he was on for like a couple of episodes and it was the best. I only watched it because he was on it and my girlfriend watches it. 
And it was great because he was just like talking shit under his breath, like in that David Spade way when they would say something. <laughs> yeah, so funny. And he'd be like, well, I guess you're wearing a bikini, so it'll be easier if you have sex. Have a good one. Like he's just doing. <laughs> so these like little quips and punches were so perfect for the form uh, of comedy. It was so perfect. Yeah, I, yeah. Did, I did that Lights Out show with him. And uh, which I hated that episode, but he was so funny. People don't think give him enough credit, like comedically. We know him as a comedic actor in SNL, but like that guy is so his He's personality good. is so t- tuned into who he is. You just it's He's it's good. unbeatable. Yeah, yeah. He, and his he, last special he, was amazing. I didn't I didn't watch it. It's so so funny. It's so spade. Him him and um, you know I worked with George Lopez. They were really similar as far as like even like. Uh, fluffy, like all these people have been doing in like thirty years, you know. Yeah, they just were so like they were like, all right, you need to redo it. Then they boom, new line. Yeah, boom, different line. Boom, different. They were thinking from a different angle, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I only, I was laughing at the first one, and you just thought of like two more, but they kept. I remember when they they would you know pause and like, all right, we got to redo this, and they would just always be funny. We pop, we popped into a fluffy show in Phoenix after nice. our show, and he's working on his new hour, bro. It was insane. Really? It was insane, dude. That's crazy. His crowds, I mean, he sold out Dodger Stadium. Yeah. You know, he, I, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for what he's doing right now. Yeah. You know, like, and Dodger I think Stadium for, is insane. For what he did was pretty incredible. Yeah. You know, and so the people who love Fluffy love Fluffy. And so yeah. he he's back to the clubs to work on the new hour. And uh, we walked in there, and the energy of the room was something i i don't know if i've ever seen anything like that wow. but to come from a stadium to come and to, to come back and do the clubs like everything out of his mouth was it was crazy like his audience w- went nuts I, I i don't know if i've seen something like that it was pretty incredible to was watch it his thing. advertised weekend or was it he just yeah. doing like a surprise no it was his, so advertised his crowd weekend. showed up yeah, yeah. and it, it was it's pretty incredible uh but a packed comedy club like that i mean you know what was what was this at uh, stand up live in Phoenix. Yeah, and to watch to watch him do stuff and work with the crowd. I mean, that must be an interesting experience to do an arena show. What or, was it or, like? Though, what was he doing? Like, so he would. It was a... just like his control. You you'd think that like after doing stuff like stadiums or arenas or whatever, to come back and do to work the crowd in the way that he did. Yeah. At a comedy club where the people are three feet away from you, and uh, versus someone at a bigger Dodger Stadium, you probably have no interaction with the crowd. Yeah. His crowd work was so good, and it, it just opened the door. Like, people were just hanging on every word of his crowd work, and then when he would go into material, it was just electric in there. It's pretty cool to watch him work. That's crazy. That was the first time I ever saw him uh, live, and it was it was very impressive. He was, I remember watching him before I started doing stand-up, and I was like, this dude is so funny. I thought it was – I always thought he was funny. That the racist gift basket was <laughs> so funny. You know that bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to listen to it all the time. Is he, he was, your favorite comedian? Who was your favorite comedian before you did stand-up versus now, do you think? I'm uh, always curious about that. Yeah, it was Arnaz J starting out. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Arnaz yeah. J, you know that? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You know Arnaz J? Yep. Yeah, he was my favorite comedian starting out. and then Before you were a comedian? Before I was a comedian. Yeah. Uh, before I was a comedian, even, like, during when I, you know, started, he was, like, kind of, like, my favorite. Then I, then I got into, like, I liked Dane Cook, um... Uh, Brian Regan, um, you know, Eddie Murphy. And that's when Kevin Hart, yeah, Kevin Hart. He was popping off. He, he was, was like, just yeah, popping yeah. off. Cat Williams. I mean, I, that, those were the people I liked. And there was most, to be honest with you, most of my f- favorite comedians were on like, you know, they were on like, I think it was like Def Jam. Not with Def Jam. It was uh, last, I mean, Comic View. Comedy. Yeah, yeah, I used to yeah, watch yeah. Comedy View all the time, but then they had so many comedians. I was like, I don't know. If my favorite comedian is that one dude, that one dude. Like, this one dude, I can't remember his name. He does his bit. And he, he's on Comedy View. I've seen him. And it was um, it was some light skinned dude with braids. I just remember what he looked like. I remember the whole setup. I remember him talking about how like he got caught with his friends. You know, he got caught with his friends. And I mean, I was friends or his cousin, like he was running from the cops. And then he go, you know, cops, he goes, he goes in the bushes. They catch his cousin. And then this cousin's walking back, arrested, stops in front of the bushes and goes, dang, they got us, man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being like the funny, we kept doing that. Like the, they got us, man. Me and my siblings, the whole, you know, throughout the house, we just always thought that was so funny. And I can't, I don't know that dude's name. 
Like, I don't, well, I can't remember his name. Comic View was a show, they had a show uh, on Comedy Central, Comic Blend, which was kind of shot in a similar way. But Comic, that was that show was like rapid fire. You, you might get like eight comedians in a show, right? Yeah, it was, and then they'd start doing remixes when it started. That for me, that made it worse um, because they were yeah. they were like they would do someone would do bits. a joke about food stamps, then it'd be eight jokes in a row about food stamps, and it was like that's too much. Yeah, it's, it's like just, yeah, yeah. So they would just they stop. I guess they filmed a bunch and they stopped doing it. So they just they were like, all right, well, people love it, so we're gonna keep instead of bringing it back, we're gonna like do remixes and stuff. I don't know the you know what happened behind the scenes or whatever. Well, Netflix, Netflix kind of has like similar format shows now i think the, st the stand-ups a, a couple different types of shows but not nothing as popular as like late 90s early 2000s of those stand-up shows around comedy central or bet they don't have like a format for that now i feel like it's just youtube like if you want to discover a new comic there's nothing really on streaming that does yeah, that, YouTube, that well tiktok tiktok tiktok's yeah. huge for that right now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. one I, joke I've, at a time i've seen a couple comedians just blow off off of there it's crazy you know what's interesting about tiktok uh stand-up that i've i've found and i've i've looked at it they're not doing jokes well that that's a, that's a whole other thing but there's even like comics who post clips and it's more about like i don't know if this is good or bad it's more about the premise and the delivery of the joke and less about how much the crowd is liking it like i saw this clip the other day about a, a comic and it had like a really interesting premise of a joke and it was almost filmed at like an open mic where no one's really even laughing but he executed the joke well enough that the audience laughter didn't reflect the popularity of the bit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you think that like you don't only want to post bits to kill, but this this bit got millions of likes, and he's literally doing it in an open mic, and people aren't even really laughing there. Yeah. But I think people are reading the joke with the captions, and if it resonates. You can have a joke that kills on TikTok that's not killing live, which you well, wouldn't think that would be the case. That seems like a transition in comedy where you have a you have a, like a group of comedians that will say something important or that resonates with a lot of people, but it's not as much funny. So, yeah, or it's just it's a, something that's shareable. It's like if it if it if it's something that they're people are talking about that's, that's what I mean. So, so shareable content is more important. So if I was like I'm a you know uh, struggling crackhead. <laughs> I would go on I would go on there do a bit and be like man I've been struggling but you know this is you know uh help me out and something funny and bam 1.1 million views and then people like bro I'm also a crack hit you know like and people just kind of you know they can resonate with it so But do like, you blame comics for that? No, because I think I think that's comedy... like where you go to get an audience now. That's like yeah. saying, oh, yeah. in the 90s, like, oh, I would never do MTV. Well, then what the fuck are you doing comedy for? Like, it's almost like you kind of have to. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't, I don't get thing. anyone that kind of like, you know, blames, you know, the artist. Yeah. Like, no, oh, that, there's that, a that lot of that going like, around, oh, which is well, really annoying. That's because they're bitter. I don't know who you talk who, who yeah. says it, but they have to be bitter because it's like things change. Things evolve. And I think I know one guy who has a boat that kept saying Oh, that. OK. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who's started stand up long before TikTok, I think the way that uh, your brain would think is like, I'm not going to post anything unless it kills. Yeah. And I think. That is not really the case anymore. Yeah. Like even when I look at clips that I want to post, I'll I could post a clip that I've done and had like twelve hundred people like dying laughing. We'll get like six likes. Yeah. You know, because it doesn't really have to do with the bit or how big it was when you did it in the moment. I think it comes down to like the shareability or the relatability. Yeah. Not only to the joke, but like the whole the whole thing. I I it's just like how something you could have a guy dancing with. In their in their bathroom, get a million views. Yeah, I did the a, authenticity of it. I did a story. I might have told you a story, but I, I did a story about how I went on a date with this girl that she didn't say. See, you know, she didn't say thank you for me paying for her food. She didn't say thank you on the date. She, didn't say, the... she didn't say thank you for the food. Like I was, I remember like I. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, it's so, not a good start. First well, yeah, date. but there was a bunch of things in it. Like when I first, you know, she walked past me, and I didn't, you know, I, I was, I did this whole story about how I didn't see her, but I was like. I was like, she smelled like she fine. And so I went and got her number and I was like, we should meet up. And she was, she just, she was like, hey, you know, we had, I, could, I didn't confirm with her. She got mad at me for not confirming. I was like, I, we agreed the day before. And then we yeah. met up and then uh, she was late. And then I, we were talking, we were fine, you know, cool. And then I think she, I said, um, are you crazy in the middle of a conversation? Cause she was saying some things. And then she was like, well, what's your definition of crazy? And I was like, that. <laughs> you? I was like, cause you didn't say I'm not crazy. Like if someone's like, are you gay? I'd be like, no. 
I just know I'm not gay. <laughs> what's your definition of what's gay? Your, I'm not going to be like, what's your, yeah, what's your definition? <laughs> you know? Everybody got different definitions. You know. I don't know. That seems like a pretty, like, what's your definition of gay? It's like, well, do you ever sing? Yeah, when you gay. Like, all right, well, then I ask. Like, <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually an easy one. To, uh, <laughs> some people ask me that. I've asked me that a lot before. And I'm like, they ask if you're gay. what do you mean by gay? Well, because I like... I like gay things other than the, the sexual side of it. Like, what's gay things that... What? Well, stereotypically gay things. I love musicals. I love oh, photography. Nice. Yeah. I love art. I lo you know, I like oh, singing, okay. you know. That's I culture. like all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm super gay. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, stereotype... Well, I guess living, coming from living in the South, like, that's that makes me gay. <laughs> yeah, I you know, it. I played football and I was in theater in high school. Yeah, so I, remember I was a jock soccer. and I was gay. I remember playing soccer in the South, in Memphis, Tennessee, and then they called me gay and I stopped playing. That's <laughs> yeah. why I stopped playing. What are you running, like, kicking a ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I stopped playing soccer. Bro. That's why you got to ask. If somebody says you gay, you'd be like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I played soccer. I stopped them. Yeah. <laughs> the whole sport. Um, that That's bad, though. If you go on a date, I mean, uh, but it's not the but the date. Let me just so it's not about the date. I went on a date and I told the story on on TikTok and I just threw it. I was like, it's on the post, so I just posted it, and then it went viral. And then Black Twitter tried to cancel me. <laughs> Why did they keep trying to cancel you? They tried to cancel me because it was. I think I, I what I say on there that. Um. In the video. I for, I don't know. I I I, I, don't, I said I said I said something in the video and they were like, that's cancelable. I don't. know, It was just something. I don't know. I, I I can't remember. But they just try to like. I don't. It was just black women mad at me. Black women were mad at me because I said I went on a date with a woman. And I, this is why I messed up because I said who she was. I said she was fine because she was like Miss. She was like Miss. Uh, <laughs> she was like Miss Ghana. You know. Oh, you named oh, names. She was, she I didn't a, say names. I just said she was she like was second place Miss Ghana. So people might have Googled and be like, hey, yeah. this dude is talking trash. And then she, she made a reply video. Oh, God. And it was like this whole, but I'm, what I'm, my point is, you know, that went viral. And, and that I was, was just telling a story. People like drama, bro. People like drama. People like something they can like, you know, relate to. And if they if it's not the drama, they like, you know, and then and people like talent. So it's those three things. You still I mean, you still got to be, you know, still got to be talented anyway. But that's uh, well, I mean, you could dive into so much about a, a hot supermodel type. Yeah, woman. she like when she replied to the video, she was Miss Second Place Miss Ghana, so she sounded incredible. <laughs> she was very second bro, place. She was all, it's, yeah, you know what I mean? She's very second place. I was like, yeah, you're good. I was like, you're man. watching the video being like, where are your eyes going? Oh, they're crossed. So, <laughs> what camera are you looking at? She gets second place. I was like, touche. I was like, I was like, good. I mean, but I set myself up for that. So, um, and I and I called her like, you know, I'm, I just seemed so mean in my video after. I was like, okay, <laughs> I just deleted it. You deleted it? I deleted it. It's still on 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 Twitter. If you Google Preacher Lawson, like. Goners. I don't know this pops up. Someone wrote a Yahoo article about me. I was like, this is about stupid. that? About, about that? Bro, that's what I'm saying. About I'm that like, day? it's not this. They was like, and then the whole narrative around it was like, you know, comedian drops, fumbles the bag. I didn't want the bag. They were they were mad at you because you screwed up with Miss Ghana. Yeah, they said place. I screwed up. And it's like I said, because the, the whole point was you know, uh, she was like, um, I was, trying, I was trying to get a kiss afterwards. She didn't want to do it. And she was like, she was like, you got to chase me. And I was like, bro, you, I'm not going to chase you. On foot? <laughs> and then she ran across the street. <laughs> she ran across the street, bro. And she's like, you're not going to chase me? And I was like, bro, I'm in my 30s. <laughs> like, I'm not going to chase. Then I left, but she said she was joking. And I was like, I'm not, I don't care if you're joking. You were late. You didn't thank me. You could, no, you know, like, so I was tough. just doing all this in my head. And I was like, but she, I felt like she was fine. I was like, okay, she's just not, we're not going to, I'm not going to. Is there anyone fine enough that that would be No, okay? man. No, there's no. no one more that, because it doesn't like, it goes, first of all, it goes away. If I look at someone, if I remember looking at this one girl, I thought was so fine. I, I, I mean, she is fine, but I, she's still fine. But I remember like the more I hung out with her, the more I was looking at stuff. And I was like, oh, you, oh. No one's perfect. Yeah. No one's perfect. Yeah, at all. No one's so good that they can't not appreciate you back. Yeah. That's not possible. Yeah, yeah. Maybe for a little bit. I don't bit. care about the women that look that good because, you know, you, usually when they look that good, they're not that talented. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have everything. There are some really good-looking people that are talented, for sure. And it's, that's why they're famous. You got to look at them. What do they look like when they were in their, like, teens and early 20s? Yeah, they're usually, like, they're usually like not the ugly, attractive. The ugly duckling yeah, thing. And yeah, and then yeah. they just get braces and bam. Yeah. Well, you got to, everything, I think, has a balance. 
there's there's yeah, balance to right. everything. You know, Absolutely. like you could have someone who has great looks, but they might have some deep issues and other things. I I, I truly believe that there's ever, there's a scales to everything in life. Like life might give you super success or money, but maybe leaves you out on on something else. Uh, there's not many examples where you're like this guy has it all, and even the even the examples that are publicly are like this guy has it all. Like the thing that came to mind was, I, which is not the case ironically anymore. Like a guy like Tom Brady, where you're like this guy has it all. You know, he's the best quarterback. He has the hottest yeah. wife. He's got kids. Like he's got all the money, but now he's like getting divorced. Yeah. You know? So he now has the best. Now he has well, now he's all the, all the money in the world, all. all the fame in the world, and he's single. And he's single. And he has <laughs> oh. a twenty-six-year-old supermodel Kinda girlfriend. Yeah. Does he already? Dude, I looked up a picture of this girl, and I was like, "You got to be joking me." Oh, she's so fun. It's it's almost unbelievable. Wow. It's almost unbelievable. I'm gonna have to do this. But then, but then he has a girlfriend, and he lost. He looked, he looked terrible yesterday. He, they had a game yesterday. He looked terrible the whole season, right? Yeah, it wasn't good. But so that's what I mean. You, you, it never. That's that's what's happening. The one that writes the new one. Yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. That's. Yeah, uh... There's other photos. <laughs> too, silence to the room. I know. Brought si- Listen, but I guess what I'm saying, you get it. There's there's always balance, you know. Yeah, I I uh, I get that. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, there's the people that don't, you know, people that are broke. They're like, man, if I had money, you know. And then when you know they get money, it doesn't fix anything. Doesn't solve. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't solve yeah, any deep Life issues. life makes it interesting. There's you also know? just I've thought about this a lot too. There's only so many things you can possibly buy. Yeah. You're gonna have a if you, the more money you have, you're gonna have a sick house. You can have a sick house. Okay, you can have a sick car. You can vacation the way you want. You can eat the things you want. But then, you outside of that, it's like your day doesn't change that much. You're still gonna go to bed at night. You're gonna wake up in the morning. You're gonna probably have coffee. You're gonna yeah. go to bed. You're gonna watch TV or watch a movie or something. I think the difference in the day of like a super wealthy person, if you're talking just money wise, is not that far it's off not from, that far from up, yeah. someone who just has like a good job and yeah. lives in the suburbs and has a home. I, I I just think it's on a bigger scale. Does that make it better? I don't know. Like it's also more stress too. Like people, Wait, yeah, yeah. The people I've known who've had mega bucks, not uh, that I know personally, or just been around. They cannot be happy. There's no so much stress. Way, I mean, a billionaire cannot. I mean, I understand like when someone's broke, they're always just like, man, you, the stress of like having. You know, to pay bills the next, you know, uh, for like rent and all the stuff. It's like, bro, I've been broke. I get it. Like, I'm like thinking, oh, am I, do I have a place to stay? That's a stressful feeling. That sure. is 100%. You don't want to be homeless, you know? But uh, being a billionaire, that just doesn't seem like that's too much. Too, it's just well, too many things going on. And you you have people suing you all the time for different oh, bro, stuff. Oh, like every day. You got to have. times a day. You know, you got to have. Even when someone is not a billionaire level but has a lot of money and they're like, oh, yeah. I want to buy. I want to have a house here, and I want to have a house there, and I want to have a house here. The, now my mid-30s brain is thinking, like, God, he's got to pay taxes in Colorado for this ski house. He's got to have someone shoveling the snow in the winter when he's not there. you got to, like, you have constant maintenance issues. Even if you have a staff of people to handle that, that means you have to hire someone to handle your real estate properties. For me, I, I don't that, – that wouldn't do it for me. Even if I had all the money in the world, I don't think I would be buying – properties everywhere to do it like that i would just go say it well, once you have to like 10 million it's a game right doesn't matter anymore it doesn't matter it's, it's a game you're just like all right let's see how much money i can get do you think people you know? after they make you think people after they make 10 million they're doing it just because it's it's a, a hustle of it you have to man i mean you don't need i mean statistically you don't need any more money like you're after like 100 grand like 100 grand you have you can go on vacation whenever you want you know you can you can you can uh take care of your family you know, you can get whatever basic gift you want. You're you're, you're fine. So, so after that, what drives like a guy? What do you think drives a guy like Jeff Bezos? I mean, what's what drives us? Do you think he treats he treats Amazon like we treat comedy? Like we you can't stop doing it because you can't picture your life without doing it. Like I would, I I can't imagine a life without doing stand up. Do you think that's how he thinks about Amazon? For sure. Or business? I think he. I think everyone gets their high. Everyone get we get our high from like. You know, people making people laugh. Some people get their high from drugs. You know, some people get their high from like you know, being the number one company. So, if you were to get to the essence of that, what do you think? Because because people always look at they skip over the work part of you know what's the secret of life or what or if I had like you said if I had all the money I'd be happy. What do you think is the missing link between where people are at and having the money? 
do you think it's finding the thing that what, the missing link between people do you think that the missing link is like for example our stand-up is our thing which drives and we want to make money but it all comes from the passion from doing stand-up right do you think yeah. the missing link is like that having that thing that you can't live without no i mean i i can live without stand-up you could live with how long could you think i mean you, you didn't go through 2020 you didn't go through 2020 it, it was tough it was awesome. yeah it was it was tough for me for like two weeks yeah i had a great time yeah i was like <laughs> exactly. i'm fine well there's no I, pressure i remember i remember thinking i remember believing like how am i going to live without saying how about and then i just was like oh this this is how i would do it 2021 was creeping around I'm like yo do we got to do stand-up again? well <laughs> you know what I, know what i think was no it was the equilibrium or, or the thing that balanced everything out was that no one was doing stand-up that's I probably I don't, yeah, I, mean, I don't know yeah. if i could do it knowing that everyone else is doing it yeah Where it's the competitive you, nature of it if though. you owned like a seafood restaurant and all the other seafood restaurants around you closed you could be like okay well i just don't know if i could deal There's with no like, seafood opportunities so, that i'm missing yeah this is my favorite thing stand is my favorite thing ever you know i don't want to ever stop doing it I just know I can, and I know if I ever get in that position. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's athletes that don't want to stop playing football, but then they get they an injury. Choice, yeah. They don't have a choice, so you yeah. kind of just be like, okay, life, I'm, I'm going to deal with it. But I, I think uh, a lot of people, I think most people in general just don't have ambition. Like, I was at I was at a comedy club, and I just was hanging out with some servers afterwards. I was like, all right, I'm going to hang out, my, you know, for 30 minutes. And then I'm going to go back, and I'm going to finish editing, blah, 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 all that stuff. I already had my – but when I was hanging out with them, I remember talking to them. I was like, so what do you do? And then they were like, nothing. All of them were like, nothing. They had no hobbies, no general interests. Nothing. They didn't do anything. And I'm like... I think a hobby is important. They, for sure. I think a hobby, even if you don't even have to be world-class at it, I think just having something... And the description of a hobby someone told me recently that stuck with me is just something that you can fail at. Yeah. I think people need that. Yeah, I need that. Just sure. having something, and I'm, and I'm not even talking about comedy, but just having something that you can do that you can fail at, meaning you can get better at it, something that you can track progress on yeah. is important. And I think a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. I know what people replace that with in 2023, that uh, people replace that with watching stuff on TV. Yeah. And they feel like their hobby is, I'm going to watch this series. Yeah. But it has no, you have no positive or negative you for you personally people think oh my hobby is watching this show well i think for them they watch the show they talk to friends family members they sure. watch the same that's show. what's going on with them yeah yeah but like if you have a hot I, I think a hobby is something is it's not this for everyone but do you something have a like hobby? golf uh for example like something like golf for me would be like a hobby because i know that i can get better at it i have good days i have bad days i can track my progress i can and there's like, no improve. financial stake to it to you right i can I can improve. I have good days and bad days. I can improve my equip equipment. It's something that I can track, and 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 I think that's a hobby. Do you have a hobby, preacher? I go to the gym. I used to used to be MMA, but I, I you know that hurts. So I I go to the gym, and that's my new hobby. And I'm trying to like when you're in the hotel on the weekend. What do you do when you're at the hotel? I do the same thing. So I I'll, I'll like land and I'll do the show, and then you know I can't sleep for two hours after two and a half hours after the show. Yeah, Y'all sleep like, afterwards? No. Yeah, I can't sleep, man. It sucks. So what do y'all do? After after a show? I'm trying to figure out something. I, I was like, okay, obviously I'm not sleeping after the show. So I need to find out a routine where I could be like, okay, this amount of time I'm doing this. or you know, I, don't I know. usually edit or yeah. drink. But the, the drinking is what helps me go to sleep. Yeah, I know. And it's a, it's a crutch. Because it's like if I'm not staying at, at the club afterwards or at the show or at the bar, hanging the social aspect of just winding down. And then like, okay, now I go to the – because if I go to the hotel – right after i know i'm just gonna be manic because i can't sleep and i'm yeah. just gonna be like watching tv i'm gonna oh, i should order food and then yeah, it just yeah, becomes yeah, a fucking yeah, nightmare yeah, yeah, so like i use drinking to like kind of fill that time or if i have something to work on i'll go oh let me edit this clip let me put that I, up whatever whatever i heard sleep is bad for your circadian rhythm so you don't stay there you just kind of wake up yeah what do you mean throughout the night you're waking up throughout the night Oh, constantly. I yeah. took a sleep test like a year ago, and they said I woke up 45 times in the night. Oh, that's oh my God. Yeah. I, once I'm out, I'm out, but I feel like I am more productive. That's crazy. After a show, I feel like uh, writing emails, yeah. even booking stuff that's more mundane, like booking travel, kind of calms me down a little bit. Yeah. But I, I do that stuff after a show for sure. I, I usually start editing. I'll start editing the show. So I'm like, okay, if I edit this show, I'm ahead of the game. And I just start editing the show or whatever. Or what would you do if there was no comedy? Like, let's say you couldn't do comp, do perform stand up. 
but you love comedy, would you stay in the game in some perspective? Would you be in? I, I or what do you think you would know do? what I think all I like comedy for all the selfish reasons. No, okay. You know, like I, I like, I like performing. Mm -hmm. When I see someone else performing, it doesn't feel good That's to not me. the same. Yeah, it feels like I'm watching someone eat when I'm hungry. Right. So I don't like watching people unless this is another selfish reason. Unless they're like one of my favorite comedians. Or unless I feel like I'm gonna see something, because I mean, or 13 years, your, or it's your feature wrapping up. Yeah, because right? <laughs> then you're about to walk off. I don't even watch. Bro, I don't even. I don't watch people before me. I just don't even Smart. watch people before me. I mean, I if they it. ask me, but I'm not watching people before. Me. But like, you know, so 13 years, 13 years. About the same. Yeah. About thir yeah. So it's like okay. So you're gonna watch someone do stand up, and you're kind of gonna be like, well, I kind of get where you're going. Right. Yeah. You kind of just you just like okay premise. But there up. is something beautiful about like catching a set and being like oh I didn't think you were going there. Yeah. Because then yeah, it's yeah, like oh yeah, this is yeah. why I love comedy. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, but, the, yeah. But, but when you the... when you have the punch on your head before they even like, get finished with the setup I, yeah. it's like all right. But so what I'm saying is those people like I like watching those people where I'm like I never know where this person's right, going right, right. or it's fun watching them go to that place. Yeah. You know because I can see someone's okay they're going here but if I have fun on the ride. I'm like, I'm down, yeah. you know? I recently had Nick, because I love tagging people's jokes with them yeah. and being like, oh, what if you did this? You ever, you ever thought of this? Just It's just a fun exercise as a comic. Yeah. There's a there's one comedian that I just do not like or respect <laughs> in the world, yeah. truly. And I was yeah, I happened to walk into their show. I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and there was like three tags left on the table, like complete, like so right, like right there. And it was the happiest I've ever been not giving them that tag. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It was, I've it never felt better in my life because my, truly my favorite thing, I think, I next, to next to performing is is talking to friends about like, oh, let's, can we talk about that bit? I fucking love it, this and that. I walked out of the room being like, oh, I didn't give them that I'll tag. I'll keep this for I, myself. No, no. It, it's their stuff. It's not anything I could use. How long we got? So can I happy. Pee? Yeah. Can I pee real quick? Can I pee? We're yeah, over an hour, so do you want to wrap Are it up? Are we? Yeah. Oh, snap. That's cool. Look at this. We talking. I know. You know, you go, you, how bad do you got to go? I mean, I got to pee. But, I mean, I, you know. I mean, what do you mean how bad I got to pee? I got to pee. <laughs> One to ten. I, oh, this oh, this oh. is how bad I had to pee. That I was like, in the middle of this podcast. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Leave one more. One more bit. Um, That's fun. Yeah, well, we covered a lot. That's such an interesting, um, I don't know, idea though. Of, of, um, I don't know. Think about what. What would you do? Like, so I mean, I feel like I feel like if I stepped away from comedy, uh, doing stand up. I'm still gonna be a. I can't not be the part. I just developed all these freaking tools. But yeah, to that's not, the thing that's crazy. I just is, produce specials or something. I don't know. Because when you're on your downslope emotionally, you start thinking about this stuff. Or at least I do. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I go, I don't. Same thing. I don't know if I could stay in comedy because I just be. I'd be salivating with like I if I'm like if I was a manager, a an agent, or something. I'd be like. You're not good. You're. I could fucking do it. You know what? You know what I'm saying? I feel, like, I'm, I'm, I feel like you'd I have, to take, I have from, to take a break, though. I think I'd have to take a break. You'd have to take a break. Business. I would. That's what I'm saying. I would take a break. Then you can come back, though. You'd miss it. I mean, there's there's you, you, there's a reason it. managers are managers and agents are agents, and it's usually because they tried and it didn't work out. But then, you know, <laughs> yeah. this, hey, name names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I got a few. I got a few names. I got a few names. I'm like, you did comedy anyway, but um, there's you know. They're, they still get that high. I used to get the high, bro. I used to love serving. I, people used to hate serving. I loved it. I would just be bitten them the Same. whole time. I loved I'd be it. bitten them. Exactly. Was the yeah, best. it was great. You know, I mean, you don't like the other things behind it, like cleaning up, no. or when you get a bad customer, you got to act like it's not. You know, I think That's I'd also, be a writer. I try to be a writer, like on a show or something. Yeah, because yeah. I can Same still be creative. I can still flex that, yeah, that yeah, like, yeah, creative yeah. muscle. There you go. But not have to worry about the performance. That sounds better. Yeah, yeah. I start. I just started writing because I couldn't be around comedy and then and not be a part. Yeah, of it I, I, yeah. Me neither. I feel like I couldn't do it either. Yeah. To, to your point, though, it's funny because sometimes when I used to work at the, I used to work in like a luxury hotel, I hated having to go there. But I yeah. still think about like if I could work there like once every three months for like yeah. a day, I would fucking crush it. You know, yeah. I feel like I would I loved working with there were some really interesting people, interesting problem problem solving. And so when people don't like their job, it's the fact that you have to do it like five days a week yeah. but there's stuff that you do like i would love to pop back in there and do like yeah. work a shift but it's hard to think about like what i would do without stand-up because i don't think that i could go back and just work a regular like nine to five type thing even yeah. if it was a cool gig like i don't think i could i could work a regular job even this like producing other people's podcasts makes me crazy a little bit like part really? of it is like 
I want to be in that seat because yeah. I am for a lot of shows. But like, aren't you? There's a camera on you. No, no camera. There's on no me. camera on him. No, we're getting, <laughs> not we're even recording with his laptop. No, no, no. We're getting one. That's for, weird. For, I know. We're just weird. looking over to nobody. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Jamie. Uh, uh, it's uh, but even this is like it's almost too close to the fire to be like. Yeah. And also, when people don't know that I'm a comic because I'm behind, like, there's a there's a delineation of roles. Producer's the producer, the performer's a performer. But as a comic doing a producer role, it may, it's difficult to sit here and, and be be that because I I know I'm funny, I know I'm a comic, I perform, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, even this is almost too close for like if I had to quit well, stand up, well, good, well, this good. would be tough for me to do because I'd be watching it being like, I should be over there. Well, the, the thing that's tough about that is that because just like in regular life and regular jobs, and this happens even like with my wife, with like her job and stuff is, um, people w that you work with think about you in the role that you're in, not right, about exactly. the role oh, that yeah, you yeah, want yeah, to yeah, be yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So right, like right. even like, and a lot of people have to leave their job to move up somewhere else and then move back to the company they want to work for. And I, I've even told her that like, sometimes you have to move up, you have to move over to move up because people categorize you in a certain way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and it's tough. Like even, even me, like not, it doesn't, doesn't hurt me too much, but you know, people sometimes are, will look at me and be like, "Oh, you're just like an opening act for," you know what I mean? But they don't understand that it's part of a, such a bigger idea yeah, for yeah. me, and and like that is one part of like they don't see all the other stuff I'm doing. They might just think of me in that thing. Right? Yeah, so, people don't respect you in your hometown. You know, like I remember when I was in Orlando, Florida, I was trying to get like feature dates from a bunch of comedy clubs, and they were like, "Ah, you know, you know." Well, we'll, uh, we'll think about it. Right. And then I left and I came back. And then they were like, hey, feature day, feature day, feature day, feature day. Can I headline? Nah, we don't know. If you can. And I left, came back. And I'm like, you yeah, know what I mean? So just, you have to leave and come back. Because people, for some reason, when you leave, people are like, oh, he's out there working. Yep. They're out there working. And it's like you're working the whole time. But for some reason, like Tom Feeney, right? He's a comedian in Orlando. When I first met him, he was 19. But I still think he's 19. <laughs> yeah. I still think he's 19, but he's only two years younger than me. You know, that's what we were to pre show. We were talking about this comic that I got into an argument with. Yeah. He, he was online talking about like this guy's not, he, this guy's barely a feature act. He's not funny, this and that. And I literally, the messages were, I worked with him 10 years ago. Wow. And that's what he's basing my, his opinion on me out of. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. He obviously, see you, yeah, obviously yeah. you know me from back then when I was 10, when I was two or three years in. Yeah. But like, the, yeah. you're, you're like, you're trying to like fuck my shit up based on some bullshit from 10 years ago. Like, Stop. I yeah, think the, yeah. the big, the bigger lesson there for people, including myself in entertainment, but also for just for normal work is that like, you can't get discouraged with how the people closest to you in work or even family, to be honest, yeah, their opinion of what you're doing now or where you can go, because often it's tainted with this thing that people can't get out of their head of what you're doing now. Yeah. Like how parents don't listen to you. Mm -hmm. Parents don't listen to you, but they turn into kids as they get older. You know, yeah. and you're like, hey, listen, and I you know never, you raised me, but this is dumb. But you've been 12 <laughs> forever. Yeah, you've never you've been, been yeah. past so 12. To them, they're yeah. like, nah, I, you, I used to do this. Yeah. You know, I used to hold, and then, like, you are you can't tell me what to do. My, I'm, I just turned 39. My dad told me the other day, when, or over the holidays, when I went home to visit, he's like, make sure you close the door behind you. <laughs> I go, you out of, and I stop, I go, you out of your fucking mind? I go, behind, I live in New York City. You think I'm not closing doors? You think you need, and, he, and he's like, well, I don't know, man, sometimes. I go, sometimes when I was eight. I left the door unlocked. Yeah, okay. That happens when I whenever I go home to visit my yeah. family. I think it's a natural thing. It's it's kind of like innocent, but my sister does it to me and my mom does it to me. When whenever I'm home, I'm 11 or 12 years old in their mind. Yeah, my mom would be like, matter. "Did you eat lunch?" I'm like, "I'm not getting these daily checkups to see if I yeah. ate lunch." But when I'm home and I'm within like 10 <laughs> miles. Of a Ma, I got a pizza on my head. You think I don't <laughs> think about food constantly? I'm constantly thinking about food. Um, all right, well, we'll wrap up here. Th dude, thanks so much for coming on. Oh, absolutely. I appreciate thanks you, man. Me, man. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week. You can follow us uh, online or on YouTube. Uh, follow the channel. Follow us. Oh, right. There we are. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Fresh Towels. Definitely check out Preacher Lawson. He's going to be on tour through the rest of the spring. And, uh, yeah, appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for having us in your homes. We out. Deuces. No, mahalo. Mahalo. <laughs>